Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, folks, to the Pixie Dust Podcast. Annie Fry here, your host, along with my co-host, Erica Murphy, who is a Disney travel agent. You can contact her at Erica at MagicExpeditions.com. That's Erica, E-R-I-K-A. And she can answer all your questions because she answers all of mine. And I love to talk Disney. Yeah. So even if it's not a question, let's just talk. She really just wants to be your friend. <laughs> she That's wants, really it. She wants one more person to be friends with. And uh, yeah, we talk about Disney um, into the evening many times mm-hmm. through Facebook Messenger. So today, if you are joining our podcast for the first time, this podcast has a lot to do with going to Disney World, but it has a lot to do with going to Disney World for the first time. And if you are somebody who is a frequent flyer to Disney World, you might also just enjoy the conversation. You might have different thoughts or opinions on the stuff we say. We encourage you to reach out to us. You can email at us at, or let's see, AnnieFryShow at gmail.com. That's F-R-E-Y, AnnieFryShow at gmail.com. So today we are talking about tips, tricks, and strategies that we have, and uh, we've got about 45 minutes to talk to you about it, so we'll get in as many as we can, but there is the way you plan your first Disney trip, and then there are all the lessons you learn Mm -hmm. along the way during your first one. You're like, oh, we should have done blah, 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 and I know that I learned a lot my first trip and have, I guess I'm always working on trying to improve and revise (laughs) and strategize just like anything. Yeah. Like how do you pack your grocery bags into your car the most adequate way? <laughs> Tetris. That's the kind of nerd that I am. <laughs> so Disney is just kind of a, a fun hobby for me to to put that line of thinking in and just mm-hmm. try to maximize vacation. So we know some tips and tricks and strategies, and I'm sure there are plenty that we haven't thought of. So you can reach out to us as well um, and, and tell us what you think about that. And uh, the first one we're going to talk about a little bit is fast passes. Fast passes are, are can really, really improve mm-hmm. the quality of your vacation. Oh, hands down. I mean, it gives you the gift of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at Disney, it's everything. As much as yeah. anywhere else, time is definitely money. <laughs> time is definitely money. So a fast pass, uh, if you are unfamiliar with the term fast pass, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to our previous mm-hmm. episode we did that was basically Disney World vocabulary terms the bold-faced words in your textbook that you're going to hear a lot and you uh, listen to us discuss them in conversation. And if, if those types of things kind of overwhelm you, we did a whole a whole episode on just what are the words that you use in the vernacular of talking about Disney World trips? And uh, FastPass is one of them. FastPass is something you get to make if you're staying on property 60 days in advance. Mm-hmm. If yep. you're not staying on property 30 days in advance, and it's basically booking a one-hour window appointment to ride a specific attraction. And what kind of time can that save you when you're at Disney World? I mean, depending on the time that you go, if you go over spring break or Christmas even, I mean, wait times could be three to four hours on some mm-hmm. of the really popular rides. Imagine so, standing in line for three to four hours. I've never done it. I haven't. And you know what? It's funny because I think we're pretty big Disney nerds. I yeah. think when you when you look at it on paper um, and I would not do it, I would not stand four hours in line for anything. And I love Disney. But for me, there's just so much better things that I could do with my time at Disney World than to see. And, and to be fair, they have made the queues very interactive. So it's not like you're just standing in a grocery line yeah. for, you know, four hours. So there there are things to do while you're there. But still, if you could only spend 20 minutes in line, and then that's more time that you could spend on another attraction with your family. Mm-hmm. So there's a very limited amount of opportunities to grab fast passes for any specific attraction. And what you do is you book it 
on your My Disney Experience app, which you can download whether you have a vacation or not. Mm -hmm. Download it right now, My Disney Experience. And you could see wait times Mm -hmm. even if you're not there. And sometimes it's just fun to see. Who does that? I don't know. I mean, weird people. When you message your friend who's a Disney nerd and you're like, it's only 40 minutes right now for the mind train. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, if we could just get there. It's only 14 hours away. Um, So... So when you go to books, your your fast passes, the thing that one thing that you need to understand is that there are uh, different there are different tiers of fast passes in different parks. So not all parks are created equally Mm -hmm. in Magic Kingdom, which is the park that I think most people think about when they think about Disney World. There are no tiers. So every fast pass is created equally there. Um, and then in in Hollywood Studios, they have just made a change that's going to go into effect here very shortly. Chances are, by the time you're listening to this, it will be in effect where the top tier includes what? The top tier is only Smuggler's Run and Slinky Dog. But I will preface that and say, I think it's probably going to change again with Mickey Rail opening up. One more so added into there. One more added into that. I don't know. There hasn't been any talk if they're going to do a boarding pass like they do uh, Rise of the Resistance or if they're going to do a fast pass. So we'll, I did, we'll see. I was just in Disney World this weekend with my husband. It was an amazing time. And when we walked past the the Mickey's, is it Runaway Railway? Runaway Rail, yeah. They had Rail. the marquee. Yes. They have the yeah. the sign up there that would that, that you would expect to show what fast pass time mm-hmm. it is right now and then also the wait time. So yeah. so they have that up there. So they're equipping for fast pass, but they haven't they haven't released fast passes yeah. yet. They haven't said Well I mean that's what they did with Smugglers Run too, that they were equipped for fast passes, but they started with boarding. So so I'd be curious to see. And with as big as a following as Star Wars have, I mean this this is the very first ride that has ever featured Mickey and Minnie. Mm-hmm. So for all the Disney nerds out there, I mean this is I'm more excited about this than I am Star Wars. I've never seen a Star Wars movie, yeah. so I'm sorry. Well, there's, there's plenty of people who go to Disney who it's just Star Wars isn't their thing. And if yeah. Star Wars is your thing, and I got to walk through Galaxy's Edge this past weekend, oh my goodness. Like, yeah. I I am, you know, like, I can speak Spanish. Like, I could find a library in the in the bathroom if I were had if I had to be in a Spanish-speaking location. I, that's about the, the adequacy that I have in Star Wars uh, vernacular as well, but uh, the the theming at Galaxy's Edge and the the ride we did both Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run and it was amazing. So I would highly encourage you check it out. You do not need to be a Star Wars yeah. fan to appreciate what Disney has done with these things mm-hmm. at all. So at Hollywood Studios, they as Eric was saying, they have two tiers, but they also have a boarding group right now for Rise of the Resistance. So they kind of have three different things going on mm-hmm. at Hollywood Studios. And, and then, it may change by the time this is out. Completely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely no guarantee that if you were listening to this and it's six months down the road that it is mm-hmm. uh, not completely yeah. different. Even six weeks. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. They can do whatever they want. It's Disney. And we are still okay with it. So uh, in Animal Kingdom, there mm-hmm. are... A couple of tiers as well mm-hmm. and what breaks the break those down for us so the only uh tier one in animal kingdom is avatar so the river journey and flight of passage so you just pick one of those and then all the other attractions and are... flight of passage is probably the premier fast pass to get in all of disney world um smugglers run may knock that off but it's, i think so <laughs> but yeah if, but i don't i don't think that if if you have to choose between uh, you know, when when you are booking on a tough day and you want to mm-hmm. get Smuggler's Run or Flight of Passage, there still might be people who are huge Pandora fans or huge Star Wars fans yeah. that might dictate one or the other. Flight of Passage is still an absolutely amazing experience. Yeah. So, um, well, and I think that's important too that it's the experience that it's you don't have to be a fan of the feature yeah. of the film or even know what's going on to ex- to appreciate the attraction. When we went in the this past summer with my family. I had seen Avatar, but I didn't really remember the story, mm-hmm. so we decided to rewatch it before we went. And I was like, "Yeah, this is a really good movie." Like they've been waiting on, on waiting to find out what <laughs> I thought about Avatar to decide whether or not it was going to make it or not or be it's successful. Gonna, I think it's going to be successful. I think, <laughs> I think this might catch on. It's like ten years later or something, maybe fifteen. I don't even know. So uh, we watched it so that we would have um, enjoy it even more. The frame of mm-hmm. reference when you ride these experiences. We, we're doing the same thing right now with Star Wars uh, with my son because he's ten. It's like prime Star Wars yeah. territory. He yeah, he just loves yeah. it. So um, you know, it's gonna and you don't have to pick. You only you you book your three fast passes for 
one park mm-hmm. and then after you use those three fast passes you can grab another one in any park at any park that's yeah. right so once you get out of your first three you just throw the tears out the window because you're just doing it one at a time yeah and then in epcot epcot there is um which again i expect this to change since epcot has the most renovations going under right now but uh, right now, it's Soren, Test Track, and Frozen are the three tier one. But once the everything the expansion happens, the Guardians, I, the Galaxy roller coaster, and uh, Remy, the mm-hmm. um, Ratatouille ride, mm-hmm. I think that that's all going to kind of Disney is going through some major renovations in 2020. So I think that this is all going to end up changing. Being over the next... at, at Epcot this past uh, week, and it's exciting. Epcot is. Right now does not feel like Epcot, yeah. the way they have walls up and construction up. It's still it's still fun. My husband and I were there alone. Mm-hmm. And so not alone. There were a <laughs> lot of other people there. Yeah, the whole park. To we rented out. We rented out. They the were park, like, she you know. likes Avatar. Let's let her have the whole park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, when we were at Epcot, we didn't. We I don't let's see. Did, I don't even know that we did. We did two things at Epcot because Test Track was down and we did Frozen, and we just didn't get back around to doing Soren because we didn't do the second second tier fast pass that we had. But we spent a lot of time. We went into all the different pavilions, and we yeah. don't. We took our time, like more to just. We weren't shopping. We weren't buying things. We just mm-hmm. wanted to see them all. That is a much more casual experience mm-hmm. that you can enjoy. Maybe a little bit more when you don't have three kids, including a three-year-old. So we decided we're going to do this now. We're going to see what it is, and then mm-hmm. we'll we'll kind of like have have the baseline view of what this place is. So um, you you do the fast passes. If you do, for instance, we went to Epcot. We did our first. We did a Frozen fast pass, and I don't know if we even did. I guess we didn't do. Oh, no, no, no. We did Spaceship Earth Mm -hmm. because Spaceship Earth is supposed to be closing and being renovated for two years. And we're like, let's do this one more time. Yeah. So we did that, but we didn't do our third. We went and made a fast pass later that day for whatever. I guess we went to Magic Kingdom later. Mm -hmm. So as far as strategies go with fast passes, I think it's important to kind of it's going a strategy that you implement for fast passes for you is going to be. Based on your needs. Yeah. Every strategy is not created the same for every individual person. No, and I think that's really important to note, too, because, and I think that's why this works. So, I mean, you and I do Disney so differently just in general. Like, and again, I'm curious to see how that's going to change now that I have a kiddo. But, um, you know, we don't do rope drop. We we take our leisurely time in the morning and we get there when we get there. And and that's kind of, we use our three fast passes. I don't typically get more, um, Mm -hmm. but that's that's what we do. We like, Epcot's our favorite because we like to be more leisurely and kind of walk around. Um, We've also been a lot. So it's, we don't have to rush. I think that's a key part. Yeah. Is that you have experienced a lot of these things mm-hmm. where if you don't if you don't prioritize it mm-hmm. on your trip there because it's your first time you don't feel as that fear of missing out isn't right. as huge for yeah. you as it might be for somebody who is going on their first well, trip. Well, and maybe there's somebody there that don't really they don't really care about parades or they don't really care about fireworks or you know Broadway shows or that kind of thing. So it just kind of depends on what your family maybe you really just want to do roller coasters and you want to go and you want to see every roller coaster that Disney has to ha- have and um so i think that's really important to kind of you know these strategies are like you said it's it's different for every family mm-hmm. and um we can tailor it based on on what you guys need and their strategy may be different if you want to only go see parades and fireworks and you're not a roller coaster person i mean there's strategy around that yeah. too so i think um it, I'll I'll just put another plug in here for you, Erica, because even when someone is hasn't booked a vacation with you, if people want to know like what you would suggest that I they would, yeah, so you can you can reach out to Erica, Erica at magic uh, magic expeditions dot com because some of these strategies, I mean, there 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 are thoughts and processes on fast passes that you might not have thought of yet. Yeah, and I. I when I'm thinking about these things and I come up with a new idea, I'm like, yes, <laughs> so exciting. So here's how a lot of people, a lot of people suggest the strategy. Actually, this is the one I hear the most, which is don't book your fast passes first thing in the, in the morning. Mm-hmm. Get to the park. If you're going to get to the park early, go ride the rides and then use your fast passes later in the day. Mm-hmm. 
I think that strategy sucks. Yeah. Personally. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because for me, if we're going to do rope drop, and when I say rope drop, I my family does not, we're not the first people in line at mm-hmm. rope drop. We're just, we want to be in the park at open. Mm-hmm. So the the reason why I think that strategy is not the smartest strategy if you're trying to do the most, which I think is what a lot of first timers probably want to, they want to like see as much as they can see yeah. within their their capacity. Mm-hmm. And that capacity can change per, if you got a family, if it's just yourself, if it's just you and a, and a significant other, That those are all very different situations. If you go in the morning, it's cooler yeah. than it is in the middle of the day. Uh, I think there is a smart strategy behind taking the afternoon off when a lot of people flood into the park yeah. and getting out of the sun, taking your naps, going to the pool, relaxing, whatever. The reason why I try to book my fast passes consecutively for the first three hours of the park is because, remember, when you book a fast pass, like if the park opens at 9 a.m., your fast pass is good from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And you book the next one from 10 a.m. to 11 and the next one from 11 to noon. So the way I will play that with my family is that first one, that first pa- fast pass that I book at 9 a.m. is probably, we're probably going to ride that ride at 9.45 or 9.50. Mm-hmm. So the idea of rope dropping and getting into short lines, I say just... Go do those things and then circle back to that first fast pass that you got at, towards the end of that window. And then you can turn around and go to your next fast pass mm-hmm. right away. And then the thing that this this is kind of a tip that I would suggest very much so that you do. Once you have scanned your band uh, for the fast pass that you're going. So if you're getting on mine train, the second that you scan your band, which is at the entrance of the fast pass line, which is separate from the standby line. Once you scan that, you can it, it comes off of your My Disney experience. Yeah. You've 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 accommodated that and it goes away. That means that you can now modify the next fast pass. So if you went if you went into the park and you got on Mine Train at nine fifteen, you're like, well, we can't ride the next ride until ten a.m. Mm-hmm. If you go to modify the ten a.m. fast pass and there is a nine thirty for that same experience open, you can modify it, move it up, and then you can go directly to the next mm-hmm. one. And then you can modify the one that you had, the third one you have, move that one up. You can do three fast passes in an hour if you go boom, boom, boom. And then you can start getting the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth fast passes, which in parks where you have tiers is the biggest deal yeah. to me. Yeah. Tell me. So, okay. So if you're in Animal Kingdom, you're going to do like a flight of passage or mm-hmm. if you don't, if, you're, if that's too challenging for you, maybe mm-hmm. you'll do a Navi River because mm-hmm. that's in the top tier. And then maybe you'll do a safari and then maybe you'll ride Expedition Everest. So your fourth one, if you want to do flight of passage or if you want to do Expedition Everest again, you'd get as soon as you do your third one, you're back on the app. You're trying to find the next one. Tell me, let's go real quick here from park to park. We'll start with four, four parks. Tell me. The experiences that you are fast pass musts because yeah. there are a lot of things that are offered that you you can use the fast pass on them and I probably would just for the fun of it mm-hmm. but you completely do not need to so Magic Kingdom yeah so and to be said too I think that you made a good point that uh, just because your fast pass is at twelve o'clock doesn't necessarily mean you have to be there right at twelve o one you have that hour so for something like Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster that are right next to each other if you have a twelve excuse me and a one o'clock you can go at twelve forty five and then by the time that you're off hit that Rock and Roller Coaster at one o'clock so then you can modify and and get them back to back because there's not really much to do in that little that little area yeah. other than go to some shops and stuff. So just maximizing the time spent in each area. And um, there's not always a guarantee that, especially during busy times, that those modifications will be available. Mm-hmm. So if you try and bump up your flight of passage, there's a chance that there's no times available. Likely and that it's not going to be available. Yeah. Yeah, so it is definitely, remember, don't think of it as a, a specific appointment, like a dining yeah. reservation is a time, yeah. is an appointment. You show up for the dining reservation. If you make a 12.30 p.m. reservation, you need to be there at 12.30. If you... <laughs> I mean, or 15 minutes later. I mean... <laughs> I was trying. I was running really fast. I messaged Eric. I'm like, oh my gosh, we got the time wrong. We were hurrying. We I'm made alone. It. it was fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but for those fast passes, it is a one-hour window. You are saying, I will be at this ride between noon and 1 p.m. Yeah. And... That's that's the way that works. So it's a little bit different. So at Magic Kingdom, since there there's no tier structure ever, you can go to any of them at any time. Kind of what is the priority that you see 
for fast passes that people need to be targeting? So I always do Seven Doors Mine Train first, and it's one of the newest rides uh, to Magic Kingdom. So and it's, it's so fun. It's so much fun, and it's not. I think if you've been listening to this podcast, we all know Erica Speed <laughs> is not roller coasters, and Erica approves of mm-hmm. Mine Train because okay. it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not a terrible. Terrible dip. Um, but that's one that typically you you won't be able to find. And sometimes, like I was just saying this morning, that was the other one. I um, was booking this morning, and we're at the 60-day window, and sometimes they aren't available even at 6 o'clock in the morning when you log on to, yeah. get, to get the reservations. And the reason for that, too, is... When you get your 60 days, you get to book for your whole trip. So that's good, but it also means somebody that's checking in yesterday has now booked the fast passes for their whole trips and the day before that. And if they're staying for a week, then... Your day one is somebody's day six or day seven or day eight or day nine or good Lord knows how long that can go. So... So when you when you help people book, if if there's a ride they have to ride, what's your suggestion to those people about where they should place those must ride yeah. rides in their trip? Well, if you the further out that you do, because then you'll have a better chance of, you know, if you're staying there for seven days, I would recommend doing that most popular one on day seven because you'd have a much better chance of getting that fast pass Accessing than on day one. Yeah. Um another thing, and this is really controversial, but um I personally avoid the extra magic hours like the plague, like the parks that have it, because that tends to draw the most people. So if you have a park hopper, I say, go do that extra hour because you will. You will have lower wait times. It's Mm -hmm. only uh, for guests that are staying on property, which is a great hour. However, once that hour is gone, now you have all those people plus the people that already are planning on going to that park anyway. And now that park is 10 times busier yeah. than any of the other parks that don't have the extra hours. So um, I say if you have a hopper, then it's really good to utilize those. I personally don't like mm-hmm. and like I said, everybody does Disney different. I stay away from them. Um, and that would that would be influenced heavily, too, about regarding the time of year that you go. If you go to a lower crowded time, it's probably not that big of a deal. Right. If you're going when everybody is going and you, while they dip, you dodge. (laughs) Or when they dive, you duck. That's good. That's really good. (laughs) Then you are going to want to sidestep those extra magic hours if you don't have the power copper. And I do that when I plan out itineraries too, just what kind of vacation that people are looking for, because that's also going, you'll notice on the days that have the extra magic hours, uh, the fast passes are going to be a little bit harder to obtain too. And that's because everybody's trying to get to that park on that day. So, um, you know, as you're plan this out before your 60 days, have a good idea. I normally tell people you can book your dining reservations at 180 days. Have a good idea of what you want to do for that day, because when you book your dining, that's also going to say this is where you're going to this be. This is where you're going to be. So if you have a Mama Melrose at 720, but you have a Tower of Terror at 745, it could take you 20 minutes to get from one side of the park mm-hmm. to the other anyway. So just being mindful of of that location, when you're, of location when you're planning those out. Um, so long-winded answer, going back to Magic Kingdom, uh, Seven Dwarfs. Magic Kingdom has a lot of the nostalgia rides that um, book up very quickly, like mm-hmm. Dumbo. So if that's one of those things that you definitely want to see, you know, those classic mm-hmm. rides do book up. You can typically get... You can get a Dumbo the same day, though, too. It's just, it, it, the question it, will be, will it be available when you want it to? Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like, if you really have your heart set on on that iconic picture with Dumbo... Um, I just don't like to gamble and mm-hmm. be like, well, you may get it, but it also may be at two o'clock when you're taking a nap. Yeah. I think that for Magic Kingdom, well, for any family, my strategy has been it to make the, if, if there's an absolute must do and, and it gives you stress to worry about missing it, mm-hmm. then don't stress yourself out. That's, yeah. that's, that's counterintuitive to vacation. <laughs> However, if you have a, if, if there are rides that, you're pretty sure everyone's going to want to ride. Or if you've got mm-hmm. kids that are kind of on the fence about uh, roller coasters, I would still get everybody the fast pass for if, if if roller coasters are your thing. Personally, we will do Mine Train, Space Mountain, and Thunder Mountain because the the chance of if of you changing your mind while you're in the park and saying, yeah, we want to do it. And if you don't have the fast passes, yeah. 
that's a big bummer. Yeah. If you decide to do one thing that you know you want to do, but you don't, but the truth is, is that you can get those fast passes the same day. Like Jungle Cruise. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, Dumbo, so we were just there this past weekend and we could have gotten, the line for Dumbo, was, there was no line. Mm-hmm. And we could have gotten any Dumbo fast pass we want. In when when you're there for spring break, there's not going to be nearly as many fast passes in general available the same day because there's going to be so many more people accessing the system, so many more people uh, snatching them up before the, the the actual vacation actually happens. So you'll want to, based on the time that you go, the availability of same day fast passes will be different. And right. and you know, make sure that if if you've planned a trip and you're going on like for instance President's Day weekend, I think there's an East Coast week holiday that you may not realize happens. Yeah. And we then, made the we made yeah. that mistake. Even and then, the most expert <laughs> Disney people, we made that mistake. And then you're like, why are all these people here? And then the smart people go, it's a uh, Disney World. Right. And it's amazing. And they wanted to come. And yeah. so if you do your research, uh, Disney does festivals that attract a lot of mm-hmm. people. We noticed races, race, marathons. Yeah, runners will go. And then, you know, when we were there this past weekend, since we were there on a weekend uh, to to look into the Disney Vacation Club, they had a big conference. There mm-hmm. were HVAC people everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere I looked, there was an expert when it came to heating and air conditioning. I didn't have any heating and air conditioning problems. Did they need advertising? But yeah, Uh, raise your hand if you need to. But I mean, it was like it was a massive conference, and then there was also some cheerleading conferences that were going on there. So there, there was a weekend, uh, a few weekend events that brought people in. I don't know that you would have been able to know that going in, and it didn't hinder. We still got to do yeah so much while we were there. Um, So my advice, especially with Magic Kingdom, without there being tears to your trips uh, or to your fast passes for Magic Kingdom, I think that it is important to book the rides that are harder to get the day of Mm -hmm. that you are at least 50% sure you might want to do. Because if you get closer and you don't have the fast pass for it, you're not going to get it. I do think that if you decide closer to it that... You know what? We're there's no way our kids are doing Space Mountain, and we don't really need to do Space Mountain. But all that your little three year old, like my mm-hmm. three year old, talks about is Dumbo. Maybe you do it. Yeah. So, um, moving over to Epcot, mm-hmm. this also to me is a who are you bringing and what do they want to do? Yeah. Scenario. Yeah, absolutely. So, my hands down favorite ride out of all four parks is Soren. I love Soren so much. I mm-hmm. could do it over and over again. It's my favorite ride. But um, so you can typically get a fast pass that same day. Sometimes the wait times are low. I've seen it as low as 20 minutes before, which in Disney World, that means nothing, nothing, um, which is weird. It is it, <laughs> You're yeah. like 20 minutes. That's like negative time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to go back in time. And suddenly Disney has, you know, time and space continuum yep. where it's a whole thing. Uh, but I always book a fast pass for it because I am devastated if I miss it. So like yeah. you said, it's one of those things that that you go for. And um, you're probably not like falling all over yourself to see the princesses in Frozen Ever After, which is. Yes, I am. No, <laughs> I was insulting. You. Know who you're talking I to. I apologize. <laughs> Well, if you've got to pick between one or the other, uh, but if you if you have a family and you have little girls that yeah. are like frozen aholics, especially yeah. now since we're in post frozen two land, right? Then you know you can't not get that one, right? Well, and I think that that's important too. That that's a one of the hacks that if you don't want to waste a frozen. Uh, Fast pass because it is tier one, so you'd have to pick between Frozen, Soren, and Test Track, which is like a mm-hmm. test dummy. Um, to do Frozen, you could get an early dinner reser- or early breakfast reservation at um, Akershus. And I will say too, just to interject here, Akershus is one of my family's yeah. absolute favorite breakfast experiences in all the park. We have done Cinderella's Royal Table, which is where you get to have breakfast with the princesses. In the castle, castle, in Magic Kingdom. The castle in Magic Kingdom is the best part, for me personally, of that experience when you can meet princesses all over the place. But Akershus, you get to meet princesses there. You get to take a picture with Belle ahead of time instead of Cinderella. And it is, the food is family style. Whereas at at Cinderella's Royal Table, you get a, you order just like a restaurant, you get a plated meal and it's brought to you. This is like a continental buffet at first, and then they bring out the hot food to your table, which is very nice when you're doing a character meet and greet because the food is there and you're not yeah. getting up and down. 
And then the, they do like a little princess parade. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the hack is it's right next to yeah. Frozen Ever After. Yeah, like you could see the queue from from the restaurant. Um, and it's also where you can meet Anna and Elsa right across from there as well. Yep. So You can knock out a lot of princesses you in can one knock time. Out a I don't know lot. if that's the right way to say that. Yeah, but you can. <laughs> we met the last time we were there. We had uh, Belle when you walk in and there's a pose picture. You get autographs from all of these princesses. Uh, Cinderella. Snow White, Aurora, and Mulan. Yeah, which, which is was, Mulan's a hard one. I've never even seen her. I think she sh- she is in China, China. Mm-hmm. but I've never been able to see her in China before, yeah. and we didn't know she's going to be I'm like, oh my God, it's Mulan! <laughs> and my husband, like, slow pan looked at me like, I didn't know we were here for you, honey. Yes, <laughs> you are. Yeah, I love Mulan. So um, you can book an 8 a.m. breakfast reservation at Akershus, you can see five princesses. You can have an amazing breakfast. And then you walk out of there. We've been out like 8.45, 8.50. Yeah. And the park opens at 9. Mm-hmm. So you're, uh, we literally walked straight onto a boat to go through Frozen Ever After. And they didn't even fill up the boat with people. Because yeah. there weren't enough people there. And we didn't use a fast pass. Yeah. It was faster than a fast pass. It was a super fast pass. And that's one of those things too that I've done the hack and I've used a fast pass before and it's it's a fun cue. Mm-hmm. So when you're in the fast pass line you miss it's like Peter Pan's flight. Mm-hmm. You miss some of that interactive stuff that you see in the queue. So um you Peter know, it's, Pan's it's flight too if if that's a nostalgic thing for you. Yeah. And we didn't really talk about that in the Magic Kingdom. But that's a very hard to get same that's a hard day one, yeah. fast pass as well. Yeah. And that's um yeah. And but like I said that that could also be a rope drop, too. Mm-hmm. So depending on or getting the dining at Be Our Guest, which is right there in Fantasyland. Um, so Be Our Guest can work a lot like Akershus. Yeah. Akershus is partnered with Frozen Ever After. Mm-hmm. Be Our Guest is in Magic Kingdom. They open at 8, the park opens at 9, mm-hmm. and then you can ride Mine Train. You could you ride Mine Train. You could ride Peter Pan. You could ride uh, Ariel's right there, the Little Mermaid. Don't yeah. make the mistake of going to visit Ariel. <laughs> I've done that. Um, but it's, and again, I think I've talked about this before, but I love Be Our Guest because of the ambiance. Like you get to go and eat in the castle and there's a window and it looks like it's storming and you see the rose and it's a lot of fun. Um I, I never put people in there for dinner. It's a signature credit. It's two di- dining credits. It's a prefix menu. It's French cuisine, which um, I don't know that a lot of kids would. It's a really heavy meal, which is it's fantastic if you're looking for something romantic. But you can also do a breakfast or lunch, and it's a quick service credit. It's not even a table service credit. So You go from breakfast and lunch as a quick service to signature dining, two yeah. table service credits. We've done it. You do get to meet the beast. Yes, which is the only place you're going to get to do that. So if the beast is a must do, then then maybe make it happen. But I, the second time we went, I was like, we've we've had the picture with the beast, and we're spending ten because we have a family <laughs> of five, ten credits on this. Yeah, and the kids ate what they standard kids meal fare. Right. So it's up to you. How big yeah. how big of a deal is the meeting the beast? Yeah. Um, maybe use a quick service credit mm-hmm. for breakfast, rope drop, get walk on to mine train or go walk on to Peter Pan yeah. or something that's in that section of the park right away. That is a, a, a really good hack and it gets you into the park before you get to go past a rope that because you have that dining reservation yeah. that other people don't get to go past. And if you since it is a quick service at Be Our Guest, as opposed to it's a table service at Akershus. You can, I, can you mobile order in the morning? Yeah. So you can mobile order your food ahead of time. Yeah. You can kind of make haste through your breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and then get out and, and go ride some rides. I will also say, though, make sure that if you plan all that out, that there isn't extra magic hours going on. Yeah. And there isn't uh, like a hard ticketed early, I think it's early magic, mm-hmm. early morning magic mm-hmm. going on. We did that. The last family trip we took and there was a ticketed, hard ticketed event taking mm-hmm. place in the morning. So we had everything set up and they're like, can we see your van? And they're like, we don't have a van. Yeah. My husband did. My, the ladies were having breakfast with the princesses and the, oh. the boys were going to go do some early stuff. And, and so if as long as there's no 
extra event in the morning, you can really do some cool stuff there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's, um, they have a little morning show where they welcome people to the park and stuff. Yeah. And they just, they make it fun. Mm-hmm. It's It makes it worth getting up early in the morning. So Animal uh, Animal House. Yeah. <laughs> animal Kingdom. <laughs> That's a totally different podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Check out my other podcast. Yeah. And actually, real seen. quick, going back to Be Our Guest, yeah. um, that's the only quick service that you need a, a reservation for. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting to note that yeah. um, normal quick service, you can just go whenever you want, mobile Cause order. Quick. Because it's quick. Uh, but Be Our Guest, you do need a reservation for. Animal Kingdom has another uh, ask Acker shoes and <laughs> my job is to this talk is for a living and it appears as though I need to go home soon. Acker shoes at Epcot and be our guest in Magic Kingdom. There is another opportunity like that at Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. and a pretty cool one at that. Yeah, uh, it's character breakfast, mm-hmm. which is always a lot of fun. Um, and they're in safari outfits, which makes for fun. You know, fun real photos. Disney nerds when they're like, but at this one, they're in their <laughs> safari outfits and it is amazing. So it's funny to first timers they're like say what yeah (laughs) coming in that's at safari outfits okay this upcoming trip that was (laughs) one of the things i had to do is i have to have breakfast at uh riviera because the new topolinos that they have there they're uh they're all artists so like daisy is a dancer i'm so excited like uh, (laughs) donald's a sculptor like and they have these different and minnie's a poet um so it's just (laughs) It's fun to see them in the different because you have I mean, over the years, you have so many pictures with Mickey and Minnie. And so it's fun to kind of have the different mm-hmm. outfits. And, yeah. And, and, and if you're um, a frequent flyer, it makes a big difference. <laughs> so and I, I hear the breakfast is OK, but really, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm going to be pushing kids out of the way to meet Poet Minnie. The funny thing <laughs> for me right here is just this is a little inside baseball. Um, This being able to talk about Disney is my exhale because yeah. my day job is talking about news <laughs> events and i don't know if anybody knows what's going on in the world right now (laughs) no nobody knows that's the problem but i'm we're we're recording this before i go do my show and we're like and minnie is a poet and they're in and then if you go here they're in their safari outfits and i just kind of hope that i get them confused today on the show please i please (laughs) do amazing please plug the pixie dust podcast right here uh what are these politicians doing in in safari outfits i don't know but it is amazing i I hear that wouldn't it make it better yeah exactly (laughs) it's hilarious anyway i digress um, so, so you can go to Tusker House mm-hmm. in Animal Kingdom. It opens an hour before the park opens, mm-hmm. which you were just telling me that you booked, uh, you were trying to book a safari. Yeah. And for, it was, and they were gone. And then, well, it was in the afternoon. So that's the other thing is when you book, it'll show you what times that they're available. And this I think was available at like two o'clock, which was a little crazy for the safari, but, um, you go ahead and book it, and then you can always modify it. Mm-hmm. So grab whatever's available, Take even it. though it may not Secure be it. the exact modify time that it. you want, mm-hmm. and you can always modify it. So I went ahead and grabbed it, but um, that could be something that if when they get there, if they do the Tusker House reservation and walk right onto the safari, maybe they want to do the safari twice, and yeah. you could certainly do that. Because it's one of those rides to where it's live animals. It's going to be different every time you go. It's nice to go in the morning. It's nice to go in the morning. My nature-loving husband's like, you need to go in the morning or at dusk. And I'm like, whatever you say, sir. I'm I'm here for the same ride that you are, and I trust you. But but mornings are supposed to... And from what I understand... When it rains, yeah, it's supposed to be a really cool time to go on a you safari. You should book that next time. You should do the extra, um, the the safari to where you go on your own guided tour. I think Jared would love that. I think he would too. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll think, do that. I think Jared would love that. Yeah, you want to go with him? Yeah, he would. <laughs> And he's going to be eating at Tusker House with the safari and uh, mice and ducks oh my gosh. and dogs that are there. Too. I, <laughs> I'm I'm game for it. I did not even want to do the safari the first time. I'm like, how can that even be safe? Love like like Disney's going to put people on rides that could get eaten by You know lions. what's funny? It's amazing to see the, the lengths that they have gone to make it as real and almost like tangible as possible and yeah. how truly safe it all is well and it's funny because it's that ride has changed a lot the storyline has changed a lot over the years it used to be which i guess is also controversial uh it used to be that you were hunting poachers and mm-hmm. so there was a storyline that went along with it that you were on this jeep and you got to keep a lookout and there was a you know the camp that's out there uh-huh. uh, at the very end that's where you finally saw the poachers and there was the elephant but there was times where yeah, they would come over the radio and they would be like 
it's on so-and-so, it's around this bend. And then all of a sudden the Jeep would take off, like, quickly. And there was <laughs> no a, thank you. There was a bridge yeah. that was made to look rattle. like a, a rattly mm-hmm. bridge. And, I mean, you're going, I mean, I say take off, it was probably 25 miles an hour. But when you're in a safari taking off, and they, they changed that, which yeah. I guess is... I was disappointed, but <laughs> thank you. I did that if, for people like were, me. Yeah, if you were scared, it, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, the there's a lot of past Disney stuff mm-hmm. that, especially Hollywood Studios, it's constantly Hollywood evolving. Studios is, has evolved a lot. Um, but that's one of the, and it, it's probably going to evolve again. And sure. it's always for the better. You know, yeah, it's when you're they're improving. A, yeah, when you're a Ever Disney changing, fan, always it's, improving. It's so, a little piece of magic that. So, if you want to do a character breakfast yeah. and you want to meet these, that you know, some of the big name mm-hmm. characters, you can go to Tusker House at Animal Kingdom. It's a buffet. They have a lot of exotic food there, but they also have Mickey waffles and scrambled eggs and bacon and sausage. So it's a it's a crowd pleaser for sure. Yeah. You get to meet the characters. You get to if if you can secure the reservation at eight a.m. You're in in the park an hour before everybody else, and it is in very close proximity to the safaris. It's also in close proximity to Pandora. However, people are going to be lining up for that yeah. for some time. So if you can get, if you are looking to get three fast passes, but you want to get four in Animal Kingdom, you get the reservation at Tusker House. When you get out of Tusker House, you go immediately to Kilimanjaro Safaris mm-hmm. and you just do the standby queue there, which will be very short if you get out before the park actually opens. Yeah. And uh, then you don't have to do a fast pass right. for the safari. You can use them for other things in the park. And I know sometimes Animal Kingdom is... Um people say it's a it's a half day park that it's it's not a full day park and i disagree it's one of our favorites and it's because it's one of those more leisurely there's not as many attractions there it's more about the conservation and about the land but it's it's a lot the safari you could go on multiple times and see different things but um it's it's a it's a more leisurely park to where you can just kind of wander through and maybe have a cocktail and, mm-hmm. and kind of see. But it has, um, at night, the Tree of Life comes alive and there's lights and there's lasers. and it's... We have not yet seen Animal Kingdom at night and that's what we oh have gosh, booked for yeah. our first day when we go in the summer yeah. is to you know get settled at the resort and everything and then go take an Animal Kingdom in the evening. Yeah. And that was predicated on the idea that we're hoping that we can get uh, you know, maybe we will, maybe we won't, but we're going to try to get some of the harder to get fast passes there, but we'll get them at, at, night, at, yeah. at seven o'clock at night and we'll take it and we'll enjoy it. Yeah. So and that's the other thing. Pandora is amazing at night too. Like the sidewalks glow. Bioluminescence. Like yeah. Isn't that what it's called? I have no idea. Science. Shit sounds good. Yep. We're going with it. Hashtag science. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think it's magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's pixie dust. And it is beautiful. And I am here for it. Um, Hollywood Studios is a little bit trickier because of the park opening schedule right now has changed quite a bit with Rise of the Resistance. You definitely, if you want to ride Rise of the Resistance until they change the process away from boarding groups, you definitely want to be in the park, anywhere in the park, Mm -hmm. at opening. Um, My experience of going this past uh, weekend here, and, and this was told to me by a cast member the night before, and I just decided even after everything that I had read, I was just going to do what he said. And then if it would have, if it went bad, I'd be like, <laughs> and then I would have to deal with it. Like his name was Pluto. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And he said everything like this. <laughs> and I listened. Um, they they said when you get into the park, don't don't find a place and park it and sit down and get your phone out. Walk to a ride that you want to ride. If it's you got to get on Rock and Roller Coaster first thing. If you got to get on Slinky Dog, which is the one I would recommend if you want to do Slinky. Get mm-hmm. to that one or Smuggler's Run, but a lot of people are headed to Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. to begin with. So when they dip, you dive <laughs> to the Slinky Dog. I'm, there's a lot of people going to Slinky too. Yeah, but you will be able to get on your app from anywhere in the park. So you might as well use the time that you invest in getting to the park early to go get in line for something, so that when they do drop the rope and let people mm-hmm. in, you're going to get on that ride really quickly. And then uh, you basically, for us, the park opened at 7. It could open for you at 7. It could open at 8. It could Mm -hmm. open at 9. That will change over the course of time. But as long as the boarding group is still the process, get in the park, walk towards the ride that you want to ride. For us, it was Slinky Dog. And then they will not drop the rope until after park opening time plus like maybe three or four minutes. Mm -hmm. So you will be on your app. And what what he told us was don't open your app before the clock ticks over, have your phone open, like have it ready to go to click on the app. And when you launch the app, 
immediately the app will know that you're in the park. Mm -hmm. If you've been on the app and it's been open, it usually takes a a couple extra minutes, he even said, for it to register your location and that the park is now open Hmm. and to connect those two things. He said if you just launch the app, then you will be able to... um, Click on the the Star Wars thing that's right there when you open yeah. it, and then click join boarding group. You go boop, boop, boop. You add mm-hmm. however many people are in your party. For us, there were four people total, so I had to check three extra people. Click join boarding group. I think I had to confirm it, and I was in. Yeah. And then they dropped the rope. People like were crowd people, and people were like, ah, yay! Everybody was excited. And then they dropped the rope, and we were on Slinky Dog and off Slinky Dog before seven ten. Yeah. So that is my tip and trick right now for Rise of the Resistance. We were, we happened to get Group Thirty Five, and we were on the we were in the queue walking onto the ride by ten. Yeah. So a.m. Yeah, and I think that Hollywood Studios is an interesting one too because that also I think has well it has some of the bigger attractions. It also has a lot of the attractions that you don't necessarily need a fast pass for. So a lot of shows. There's a lot of shows there that run every thirty minutes, every hour. Um, that just are continuous. And if so, you don't get a fast fa- fast pass, I mean, th- this is the thing that I did not understand the first time. The fast pass line and the standby line go all go all in the at the same time. Yep. You do not get priority seating. Yeah. You do not get priority, uh, you know, space and line, mm-hmm. really. You scan the fast pass. You, 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 they probably let your line in first. Yeah. But it's not significant enough to say that if you didn't get a fast pass, you're not going to get to do it. You are going to get to do the right. shows. Right. And I mean, that's something that I would do if you need to, I guess, so much waste a fast pass. So if you're looking yeah. to park hop and go someplace else and be like, well, I really just want to see Star Wars and, you know, Toy Story Mania. It's fun to scan your band at the fast pass thing. It's yeah. enjoyable. It's pleasing <laughs> to me. So if I can get a fast pass, I'm doing it because I like to go bing and yeah. then it turns green and you're like, and you're oh, like yay. I'm VIP. And then you look at everybody in the queue that are like, Looking at you like you're a hot dog ready to be eaten. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did you get over there? It's because I used a fast pass because I listened to the Pixie Dust podcast and they told exactly. me this is what I was supposed to do. You should listen to the Pixie Dust podcast too. These ladies should, are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We should have shirts made for one week out. Yeah. Let's start making merch. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, so the, the only Main Street other thing, cred. We need that. Yeah. Main Street. <laughs> Don't say it out loud. That's what we were going to put on our... Yeah. That was the other... That we came up with that after we went with Pixie Dust Podcast. I'm like, Main Street Cred sounds pretty sweet, too. Um, so the other thing that I wanted to add, um, along with the fast pass tips and strategies, is the idea of uh, using a VIP package. This especially works with... Yeah. I, I don't know your thoughts, because I've only really done this with the dining plan for a family. Yeah. But my husband and I, I love, love, love Fantasmic. I might like Fantasmic more than I like Happily Ever After. I completely agree. And Fantasmic is the nighttime show at Hollywood Studios. It's mm-hmm. got Sorcerer Mickey, and the whole thing is you get to go into his dreams and nightmares, and you get to see all these characters. It's wonderful music. Uh, you get to see a lot of characters. And the best part, you get to sit down and watch yeah. it in an amphitheater. At the end of the day, yeah. versus standing in the crowd, we went, I, I sent you the pics of mm-hmm. where we saw Happily Ever After the second time. Yeah. It, Happily Ever After is the name of the fireworks show, and they have projections on the castle at Magic Kingdom. It is so, so good. Mm-hmm. But you're standing in a crowd of yeah. thousands of people, and when you've got little ones, that anxiety level goes up, and then Happily Ever Happens, and it makes you go down, and then it's over, and then you're like, Argh. yeah. <laughs> for for Fantasmic, you get to sit and watch and take it in, and I just find that to be significantly more. Yeah. It's, it's the best cherry on the top of the end of the day. So there are different things you can do at different places that involve dining packages that give you VIP experiences that you can use dining credits for. Mm-hmm. So you want to list off some of those opportunities? So there's three. So it's uh, Mama Melrose, Hollywood and Vine, and um, Brown Derby. Mm-hmm. Brown Derby is a two credit. Hollywood and Vine is character dining. And, and a buffet. And a buffet. And that's one credit. And then Mama Melrose is Italian and it's uh, one credit as well. It is Important to note, too, that it doesn't have to be for dinner. It doesn't have to be right before the show. You can mm-hmm. get a breakfast reservation. Which they is give what we you, always do. Like mm-hmm. a little card, and you can come back, and it's a separate entrance. It's a separate seating area. Uh, it's not... It is the center yeah. of... For Fantasmic, specifically in Hollywood Studios, you get to sit center, and mm-hmm. it is not nearly as crowded as the other places. Fantasmic yeah. almost... I mean, when we were there, it was the end of January, beginning of February. It was still full. Yeah. It's... I'm, Fantasmic... I listen to the score even. Yeah. You know, it's it has the best music. Um, but so you, 
I had a somebody that went that's going and she was like, I just don't know what we're going to do for two hours between dinner and Fantasmic. And it's like, no, that's not it's not like a dinner and show like mm-hmm. you would, you know, in the same area. You can be Mama Melrose is all the way across the yeah. park. So it's not like you have to eat and then go straight there. They give you a card that goes um, that you just have to show to get in the mm-hmm. separate entrance. And it is a hundred percent worth it. And it, it, like if you're going to do if you were going to dine at Mama Melrose anyway, mm-hmm. get the card on, on a on a on the dining and mm-hmm. you're on the dining plan. It costs you one credit to dine at Mama Mel- Melrose, mm-hmm. and it costs you one credit to dine at Mama Melrose and get the VIP package. But you do have to make sure that you book the VIP package. Yes, because there's a limited amount. So it's one of those things that if you are booking outside of 180 days, uh, there's a chance that there may not be any more available or at the times that you want. Mm-hmm. So you may have to eat an early dinner or a late lunch, depending on when. But that's fine. You just make it work. Yeah. And, and because it... you can have a snack meal, no problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disney yeah. snacks are no kidding. the best. No kidding. And that's another thing that when you if you do book with Erica, she can help you position those things and help you best use your time, I highly, highly, highly recommend doing the VIP package for Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also an Animal Kingdom you can do. Is it Tusker House is one credit mm-hmm. as a buffet and also Tiffin's, which is a two credit experience, and that gives you access to Rivers of Light. The other thing I was going to say, the reason why this works in with Fast Passes is you can get Fast Passes for Fantasmic and Rivers of Light at Animal Kingdom. And uh, is that... Epcot, you can you get them for Epcot? Uh, you can for Epcot you, forever. For, I'm sorry, for the dining or for no fast, fast passes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Just yeah. for for the 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 nighttime show experiences, you cannot get a fast pass for Happily Ever After. It doesn't exist. You can't reserve anything. You can get a dessert party, but that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> um, but so so Magic Kingdom, there isn't that experience available. But for the other ones, you can just use a fast pass to reserve it. But if you book that ahead of time and you book Fantasmic as one of your fast passes, you will not be able to get a fourth, fifth, sixth fast pass throughout the course of the day because your third fast pass won't be used yeah. until Fantasmic, and that's when the park is closed. Right. So you can skip using Fantasmic as a fast pass. Do the VIP dining package, which if you're using credits, isn't going to cost you any more than no. if you didn't use, uh, didn't get the VIP package. And then you can use those other fast passes throughout the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't have to sit shoulder to shoulder to sweaty families. Yeah. The VIP, <laughs> the dining package is the best seating in the house yeah. for the, for Fantasmic. I haven't done it for Rivers of Light. I've never seen Rivers of Light yet. And I haven't, haven't done anything for Epcot. But the fast, there is also... Potentially still same day available. If you if you pay attention enough to the app, you can potentially still get the fast pass for those nighttime shows. If mm-hmm. you look hard enough, you can yeah. secure it. Um, but it's a risk. It's a gamble. Yeah. And there are some people that don't necessarily want to have their head in an app the whole time either. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. It's however you I want. It's a game. I it, love it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a game. Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh, I just got this. But, um, you know, some people don't mind just doing the three and mm-hmm. they just want to, yeah. you know, take a leisurely time. And there's nothing wrong. You're still going to have an amazing vacation yep. just using three fast passes and, you know. Going to gift shops because yeah. there's plenty of gift shops. No kidding. There's plenty of time to do shopping and a lot of, of access. So let's see. Is there anything else we th- we need to talk about with Fast Passes that you have? Wear comfortable shoes. Yeah. <laughs> if you listened last week. And I'll tell you what. We went for – we my husband and I went for four days. Um, our fourth day was a travel day as well. And my brother and sister-in-law joined us. Mm-hmm. And they were there for two days. We walked – about 30,000 steps a day yeah. and I did get blisters on yeah. my feet and I did have shoes that I had been working on. It's I mean, important. you are going to t- need to tend to your feet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we should end every show with <laughs> and wear comfortable shoes. You will, you will need to be reminded you of that. You will need to be reminded and you will be sorry if you don't. The last thing that I want to say, if you didn't have anything else to add, no, yeah. the last thing that I want to say is um, just a reminder that if you do uh, think that you would be interested in looking into, you see how many layers of you're not committing to anything that I just (laughs) threw into there Um, about going to Disney. We've done episodes that talk about the affordability. It is more affordable than you think it Mm -hmm. is going to be. You will just have to position yourself, maybe give yourself a a specific amount of time in order to save up for it. And um, I think that it is definitely something that everybody who even feels like I wish that I could be able to do that or 
that might be fun. That might be the good, again, like I said, for a living, I follow the news yeah. and talk about it on, on my own radio show. I love Disney because it is the exact opposite of what I have to do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And this is just me talking about something. If you're somebody who's a doctor, a nurse, or a, a, you know, a law enforcement, God bless you all. Yeah. Um, if you're somebody who is a teacher and you're spending all your day you know, with kids and you're, you're working really hard, that grows on you and mm-hmm. that can stress, that builds stress. It because chances are you care about yeah. what you do. Being able to treat yourself. My husband and I were saying this this weekend uh, because we went down there specifically with a purpose to look into the, the Disney Vacation Club that they have and to make sure that if we if we did decide to invest in it, that it was the right thing for our family. And it's a lot easier to do that when you're talking about money stuff, when your kids aren't there. Going, <laughs> we need to go. We need to get our best friends. And you're like, okay, fine, let's just buy it. That's or we bad. need to buy it. Yeah, that, that is a really <laughs> bad way to make a financial situ- uh, decision. So my husband and I went by ourselves, and we just we were on the Skyliner. And he said to me, he goes, he he said, I just didn't realize how happy I could be at one at one yeah. particular time. Yeah. And when we're there with our kids, like, I said to my husband, I go, we only have eight more years to come back here before our son is an adult. Ugh. And then I wanted to jump out of the Skyliner. <laughs> I mean, it, it's 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 amazing how fast time flies, and the yeah. ability to make these memories and to hold on to them and and have those those things that are they're yeah. mine. They are only mine, and they are only my husband's. They're our families. They're our memories, and to be able to share them with people who have come and visited with us, like I said, with my husband's brother and his wife this past weekend. That is so incredibly valuable in a time where we are mm-hmm. all moving so fast, doing our own things that are important to us and caring for the people who are important to us to be able to spend that time together. For me and my family, Disney World is is the place where we are so very happy. Yeah. So if you have considered and you don't know if it's affordable for you or you don't know how to make it affordable, when you use a Disney travel, what are you like sanctioned or certified or whatever? Earmarked. Earmarked. <laughs> What's this tattoo you have across your forehead? It says... Walt. Oh gosh, across my forehead. Yeah, all of a sudden it's the um, apocalypse. I mean, you you were partnered with mm-hmm. Disney at Magic Expeditions. Is that an okay way to say that? I mean, we're so we're travel agents, mm-hmm. and we are trained by Disney. So I yes. have to go through a college of knowledge. I have to go through training constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we are uh, earmarked by Disney, saying that, that you're an approved. Is that like earmarked? Yeah, that's exactly what it is, uh, that we are approved yeah. to represent Disney, but we are not a Disney travel you agent. You work with Disney. You don't Correct. work for Disney, yeah. which is important. And there's thousands of yes, us. Yes, yes. Lots of them. Um, fortunately, since you're here, we've got the best one, right. and that's Erica. <laughs> and um, Erica is going to be able to help you in any way that you need help, be able to answer all of your questions that you're going to have so many questions. And I cannot stress this enough. You don't pay Erica anything. No. Erica gets a portion of what you book, but she also works. She has saved me thousands of Mm -hmm. dollars by being the first one, you know, as an agent, they, they get tipped off on, on promotions and sales Mm -hmm. before I would come across it. Erica knows about them ahead of time and she can, get those discounts and apply them to your trip and, and like the best email or like, cause I see her here at work is seeing her be like, I saved you a thousand dollars on free dining. And then we like jump up and down, which yeah. is not what I do. Cause I don't do that type of stuff, oh. but I do in my head. I do in my mind. And I'm when it comes excited. to Disney, Disney Annie is much different than Fun. regular. Fun. <laughs> Disney Annie is tolerable. You don't want to meet the other version of her. That's not what I meant. No, I get it. <laughs> I understand. Comfortable I think shoes. This, I, yeah, <laughs> I think. I think this is. I think this is where my husband likes the thought of Disney because I do relax. I do become a, a, a more fun person because life is really serious, yeah. and if you take it too seriously, yeah. you'll miss the fun stuff. Yeah. So I would really encourage you if you have questions. Um, I have had so many people who I have sent to you, just like in my personal life, who have have just been so grateful for the opportunity to be able to work with you. One of them is from my husband's cousin, and I haven't told you this yet, but uh, Eric said, just sent me a message. I hope you have a great time and a magical weekend. This is before we went. He said, Mm -hmm. Erica is a true rock star in helping us plan our trip at the end of March. Thanks for connecting us. So that is a real, like, this is a family member of mine who sent me this message, doesn't know that I was going to read it here, and hadn't told it to Erica yet. But uh, you will, you know, have the opportunity to spend 
the least amount of money on an amazing vacation. And if you reach out to Erica at magicexpeditions.com, you can send her an email right now. It's E-R-I-K-A. And uh, just start the conversation. There's no obligation. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, she's the least high pressured person <laughs> when it comes to Disney. Like she, she's worried about putting things out there for you. If, it, if she doesn't think that it fits the vibe or whatever yeah. that you're sending, she's going to cater to you and, uh, you're also a really nice person. Oh, well, thank you. I'm just really I'm I was very fortunate to go a lot as a kid. And, um, you know, my mom was a single mom and I would go with my aunt and my grandma. And um, those are memories that I will cherish for the rest of my life. And I'm very grateful that I get to help people plan those memories. That's why I was talking with somebody this mm-hmm. morning and I was like, message me while you're there. Like, really? You're yeah. not, but it makes me feel like I'm there with you. So yep. please, like I encourage messaging me because it's just I know. I know how important those those moments are and those if there's anything that I can do to help that's that's why I do what I do. Well, Erica is moving on in her uh, full-time <laughs> career to something else, but she is going to be sticking with us here yeah. and I wouldn't have it any other way. So Erica, it's been great having you here all the time, but this is going to be our new time to hang out and I'm uh, very grateful for you. So Erica at magicexpeditions.com. You can email us at Annie Fry Show, F-R-E-Y, Annie Fry Show at gmail.com if you have questions or uh, you know new strategies you want to share with us. We'd love to hear them. Thanks so much for listening this week to the Pixie Dust Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.